Welcome to the Finding the Magic podcast, where books come alive. I'm Tricia Copeland, a fiction author and host of this show. If you love books, finding great reads, and hearing about the story behind the story directly from the authors, this is the place for you. Whether you like fantasy, science fiction, dystopian, or romance titles, I think you'll find something to love in my playlist. Listen in to discover something magical about a book or two today. Hi, Paula and Paula. Hello. Hi. How are you? Thank you. I'm good. Thank you for being here today. Thanks for having us. Yes. So I am with authors P.M. Aramis. Is that how you pronounce it? Amaris. Amaris and Paul. I'm I'm not going to butcher the name. Dreger. Dreger. Oh, French, maybe? Yes. He's French, yes. Okay. I am. Yes. I'm I'm Greek. So it's it's a Heinz 57 thing. (laughs) (laughs) Aren't we all? Pretty much. And Paula and Paul are co-writers. How does that work? Well, I'll I'll edit her and she'll edit me. You know, uh, basically, one of us will have an idea right. and we'll start expanding that idea on our own. And then we'll brainstorm plot or we'll brainstorm characters. And then each one of us will develop those characters or develop that plot and then we trade them. And we see what's going on with them and, and everything. For example, the book we just finished was based on a sentence that kept recurring in my dreams every night. Interesting. And it must've been like for a month, I kept dreaming this one sentence every single time. And I told him about it. He goes, well, why don't we try building on that? So we did. What was the the sentence? I drove down the street in a towering rage and Maya didn't know what to say to him. And you got the names in your dream as well? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. The whole thing. It was just, it was like, it just popped out of my head. And I, you know, and I, I dreamt it once. I'm like, oh, okay, fine. The second night, the third, by the fifth time I had dreamed it, I finally told him and he said, well, let's develop a world. And that's when we decided to take all of my interests, some of his interests and everything we put together, what we, how we got a fantasy crime thriller. Dreams have, have, have helped us on, on immensely several you know, things. If, if you think of something before you sleep, you know, um, chances are you'll, um, you'll, you'll see it in your head, you know, uh, with a little, well, Hater, and it'll help you with all sorts of ideas. So, yeah. I'm going to have to start doing that more because I've heard so many authors say book ideas or plot ideas yeah. came from their dreams. Mm-hmm. They oh, yeah, really yeah. did. Well, my grandmother, my grandmother was a big believer in dreams, and she was an incredible storyteller. And she take her dreams and she turned them into these wild stories 
unfortunately she kept making her little sister the villain but you know <laughs> my, I didn't meet my great aunt until I was an adult and it was like oh you're, you're very nice <laughs> oh my I always thought you were just a horrible person and, and that was that was a surprise I was like 18 I was like oh dear so but you know once once I realized that you know Aunt Spira wasn't terrible. Like, you know, I, I realized how creative my grandmother had been. Interesting. The name of the book is Shadows and Light. Tell me a little bit about the world and the characters. Okay, Shadows and Light is, um, as a little background, I'm very into mythology. I, um, I teach uh, comparative mythology and fairy tales and other things for Case Western Reserve Universities off-campus studies program and it's basically a leader teacher discussion group and in fact I'm going to be teaching a Greek mythology class this winter on how Stephen Fry the comedian uh, has interpreted Greek myths and it's hysterical and if you haven't read the book they're absolutely hysterical but um, anyway so once we decided that we needed to have a world um, I started toying with the idea of what kind of world would I want what would I want? And I've always been fascinated with Tolkien and fairy tales and, and everything. And I thought, well, they don't exist here anymore. Where are they? And so, you know, the famous old fairy tale statement of, well, everything is over the hedge. And that's where I started thinking, so what's over the hedge? And that's when I came up with the idea of Nisi Aphelon. Well, Nisi in Greek means island. And Avalon is the Welsh word for Avalon, which is where King Arthur right. ended up. And then I thought, well, who are my favorite gods? And I came up with the Castor and Polydeuces, or Pollux, as he's known under also. And two Welsh, Welsh gods, um, Dispater, Belimar, Thanatos, who kind of all run together, and the Welsh mother goddess, Don. And I put the four of them together and they founded this kingdom. Wow. And, and they interact with the kingdom because they're still there too, because this is where all the gods have gone. This is where all the monsters and the magical beasts and the um, Fae and the Alfar and, and everybody from various different mythologies. I mean, everybody's mythologies are, are represented in here somehow. One of our, um, one of our main characters, uh, Deimos, is Greek and um, a descendant of Polynesian gods. And Kai, our lead male character, is the grandson of the wind god Eurus, who is the god of um, Sparta, uh, winds of Sparta. And he's one of the Spartan gods who work with Castor and Pollux. And the wink that happened with the two of them is that in Celtic mythology, they have these guys called the twin brethren who are Castor and Pollux because everybody traveled and everybody's everybody's religions and everybody's faiths and gods kind of intermingled so that's where the the island kingdom came from and then we just started populating it now, you know you have a king and a queen and they play roles in 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 the book and then our main characters are uh Kai Kairos or Kai Everest and he is uh two identities he's a an investigator and he's also um a being, uh, 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 he has a role and he's called Lord Justice. And his brother, Aiden, who's a captain under, the, under his force, and they are having a little bit of trouble. 
over in New Seattle and they have a serial killer. <laughs> the serial killer isn't from there. He's from Earth Oops. Prime, Oops. or as we call it, the E. And um, so Aiden gets the bright idea that he's gonna recruit somebody from the E who has similar magical skills that this, this serial killer has. And he finds this woman, Maya Animus, who is, whose last name is also a, um, a title, meaning child of the winds. So all of these people are start, starting to intermingle and they start to go in. He recruits her and he brings her over and she falls in love with Kai. But while she's in love with Kai, we have this serial killing going on and that kind of takes precedence over, you know, uh, relationships. So, um, and then we develop the characters from there, you know, and, and, and one of Paul's really significant gifts is that he's great with dialogue. And he's created, the thing I like about the dialogue in this is that each of the characters has a different cadence and, it, and speaks differently. Kai is formal and very- Right, he's uh, 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 icy. Almost. Very he's, icy, yeah, very, very formal, icy. very stick in the mud. Right. Uh, stick up his butt actually. And Maya is much more casual and independent and kind of- kind of. Um, <laughs> they're like almost- Almost opposites. Yeah, they're almost she's warm. She's opposites. she's very she's she's so, shy, but she's yeah. quiet. But she's also got a mouth on her. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, every time they meet each other, he'll start a sentence, and she'll go, "Uh, first, hello," <laughs> and we'll continue from there. And so that creates their tension, and it creates a spark. And um, Aiden is a much more casual version of of Kai, and then they have the younger brother and sister. Uh, two of our other main characters who basically talk in slang the whole time. So <laughs> we tried to make every character have their own idiosyncrasies and their own um, viewpoints. And it made for it made it interesting to try to write all these people and to bring all these people together. So it does sound really interesting. And are they all gods or are they no? Well some are uh hi. Aiden, uh, Yara and Sion, her, um, the younger siblings, they're all demigods. Right. The gods themselves kind of live, you know, there's upstairs, middle and down. Okay. So they, live in, they live in the, in the uppers and, but th their descendants are here. And they sort of stay in the back until certain, um, you know, that you will. We don't want to give away the situation. Right, right. Yeah, we don't and, want to give away the situation. You know. But um, yeah, it's 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 just so much fun to have this whole world of of all these different. Um, I mean, uh, the characters and. And these 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 beasts and you know there's just so much here and when you look at how how Earth is, I mean, um, well, one thing it just it, it changes your whole perspective on on how the, the other thing that we made sure of is that this isn't like a little fairy tale. 
This is like a little fairy tale world. Destiny is enjoying this. Yeah, sorry um, about that. It's not like a little fairy tale world where, you know, everybody lives in a gingerbread cottage. It's a very high tech, very modern, very um, huge. The, the island is enormous. It takes hours to get across it. It takes hours to get places unless you have, you know, magical cars that will get you places. But, and then surrounding the islands are rims. And each one of these rooms are populated by different peoples and, you know, from primeval, which kind of sticks with shifters. And, and then there are the gods worlds. And then there are the places where the other God types who aren't like upper gods and, you know, important live. And, and, and so everybody intermingles and they all come under the rule of something called the magic core, which is the core of all of these worlds, which creates and holds everything together. And only certain people like the king and queen and people they assign can be in this magic core, which is Kai and eventually Aiden and some other people so that they can, so that the rule of law will cover everybody and they won't let um, anarchy and the nether beasts from Tartarus in. So we we created. I mean, seriously, if I started making maps of all of this stuff, we would have a whole oh, house. Yeah. We would have the entire taking... house uh, yeah. papered yeah. with all of this. Yeah. So it's all I'm in my in, head. So. Yeah, I'm enthralled already. So it's interesting. Good. So obviously, these characters can die, though. You have a serial killer. Yeah. From... Some of our characters can die. Some of them can be wounded very badly where they choose to go. Um, the, the 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 demigods and the immortals. They, they can choose to go, anybody, um, but you know, you have lesser beings who are, oh yeah, I forgot the biggest, the biggest problem. Just like we have the um, opioid epidemic going on here, they have something called the dust problem. And dust is called uh, fey dust or fairy dust. You know, Peter Pan, yeah. a little <laughs> bit of fairy dust you can find. Well, uh, unless you're a fae and unless you're a fairy, it's highly addictive and it can kill, it can kill you and they can sell it and they can cut it. They have different kinds of dust. They have different kinds of things. And this is a big problem. And the serial killer is really upset about the dust trade. And this is, these are some of the people he's targeting. Oh, so. interesting. So the serial killer is a bit gray then. He's not completely a bad person do you do, do well, we as readers know who he is oh yeah you're gonna know who he is he's oh, yeah. from the e he's oh. from here and he goes back and forth but he is yeah it, he may be a little gray as far as his motivation is concerned however there's nothing really gray about that okay. <laughs> i can he, give you his name but it's really hard it's called john he is evil. yeah yeah and he's he's a very nasty dude yeah. And how do the rally. humans get back and forth between the world? Well, well we just, well, gates. Right, right, gates. yeah, yeah. Right. As, as I said before, there's this concept of over the hedges. Mm -hmm. Well, these are, there are these magical portals that go between the worlds, that go between not just Earth. Nisi Athlon, the island kingdom, is a hub. And it's where you can go and you cross into these other worlds. So you have highways which is the long way around. And you know, you just go through a magical portal and then you're on the highway and you can drive anywhere. Or you go through these, these gates and the gates, 
have, are varying ages. Some are very old and leaky and not really good. And others are, you know, modern and you zip right through them. But the point is with these gates, you can also obscure where you are and how you get someplace. So unless you locate the gate and destroy it, you can go back and forth in it all the time. Interesting. And are the humans aware of these other worlds or are most humans oblivious? Mm, most of the but there are people but there are people who were left there are people descended from the magical beings from these different places who who decided not to go over there so they're still here and so they still have you know a, a knowledge and if they have an active pantheon they they kind of know about it but they don't always do stuff with it but there are people here who um, as you'll see in book two, <laughs> exploit the, the gates and exploit the, the idea of uh, changelings and, you know, stealing children or stealing people and replacing them with somebody else. So oh, wow. That, that's going to be, that's a lot of what's going to happen in, in, in book two, kind of trafficking, as it were. But in this one, he's just angry. And he goes back, he, his friend taught him how to go through the gates and he's using them to the best of his knowledge to try to disrupt and destroy. And he really has it out for the earth brothers. Do we know why he doesn't like the dust? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. But, but that's something you have to read about. <laughs> well, yeah, no, you don't want to give everything away. I can't, I can't tell you why he doesn't like, but there's a good reason why he is very angry with dusters and gang dusters and dust lords. He's very, and, and dust bunnies. Those are the, <laughs> those are the, the dust bunnies <laughs> are the, um, the lures. Okay. They lure, they lure people because most demis can't get addicted unless they get it caught with earth iron and other things so there's a way to manipulate the dust to make it dangerous for everyone it's 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 strange how complex this this this, this book actually is and how short it actually is i mean yeah it could have gone yeah, on for like another 300 pages easily. <laughs> easily that's why i have a sequel uh <laughs> yeah no, seriously. I, and i mean actually that there's a seven they're going to be seven, seven all together. Yeah, right. Yeah, seven books. Because this is, and and we we decided at you know after we finished the first two drafts, we looked at each other and said, you know, people aren't going to understand anything. So we put an entire glossary right, in right. the back yeah, of the book yeah. with the legal system, with all sorts of other things that people can helpful, helpful items. items, you know, yeah, yeah, like what what's a a fliglia and what's a brownie do and who's a nice and all this other stuff so we put right. it all in there because even if you if you know your own region's mythology you don't necessarily know somebody else's and everybody lives together in this thing and it's a very diverse society so we're very that's really diverse. fun i love when people put glossaries and maps and <laughs> we didn't do maps yet no, because no no we i can't draw I can't and draw. And he didn't have time. No, I, I don't. <laughs> and he didn't have time. And as I kept drawing all of the different things to go every place and everything, he looked at him and said, No one's going to figure this out. <laughs> yeah. Because there were lines going this way, and this is how you get here, and this is how you get here. <laughs> went on forever. There's a scene when Maya 
first comes into Nixiapolon. And we had to actually cut down several pages in order to describe the sensation, the, the sights, the smells, everything that goes on in that. Aiden has but, decided to drive her through and not through a gate. So as they're right. coming down the now um, yellow highway, uh, so they're coming down the highway and she's looking off to the side, she sees all sorts of different kinds of beings doing, I mean, she's sitting there and she looks over and there's a guy driving, driving a truck yeah. and he's got the head of a bird and the arms of a man yeah. and it's called a chimera. Right. Well, it's not ours, it's, a, it's, an Asian, it's an Asian bird. So we explain who that is in the glossary right. and, and, and things like that. I mean, and so she, she but the, the thing with it, with Maya, as you'll find out is she easily adapts here and there's right. also a reason that adaptation yeah. which we're not and do yeah. we get to know why she cares and why she yes. wants to help them oh yes absolutely yeah there are several factors that um, are in this, Maya, in this when you first meet Maya she's sitting in a cafe and it's the day after Thanksgiving her roommate cousin not him but her roommate <laughs> cousin has gone off to the Virgin Islands to be with old friends. And she's been by herself for like the whole holiday. And she's sitting in her favorite cafe. And the way she escapes is that she imagines things like Narnia and Tolkien and the tall blonde man that she met when she was a little girl. And that opens her up and then on top of that, she meets Aiden, and he, there's something utterly charming about Aiden. He's, he's not kind. He's, he's handsome. Yeah. He's funny. He's easygoing. He's impulsive. But he's, um, he's, he's a good guy. And there's something in, that she intrinsically trusts about him. And more than that, her cats trust him. And they go too. They're, they're over there. The cats, and they have a very important part. They, 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 they are taught to do some magical things too. So. Oh, fun. Wow. This just has so much in this book. I'm so excited to pick it up and read it. I hope so. I mean, I, I would love people to read it. We've gotten really good reviews. <laughs> We've gotten really re good reviews from everyone who's read it so far. I, I got a note from someone, what was yesterday from Cindy? Yeah. Oh, uh, there's this woman I, I teach, I'm gonna be teaching in this Zoom class where she took my one of my other classes. She took my, I taught Jane Austen and she was in that in my myth class and she picked up the book and she goes, I don't like fantasy. I couldn't put this down. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God, that is wonderful. That is so, definitely a great review. Yeah, I mean, that was like, I said, please put that on Amazon. <laughs> please, don't just tell me, put it on Amazon. Right, Because, you know, we, uh, bottom line is we hope to, what we hope to do is to um, do really well with this book so that we can um, do the sequels and, you know, because 
the rest of our work kind of interferes with our, you know, getting to be creative and writing all the time. So I would prefer to do that part because I'm, I'm, or, or I'm about I, to hand him 200 and, pages and of the then, sequel. Or make them in, into, um, you know, actual series, series or, games, or films, films you know, something like that. Find actors, yeah, could do YouTube movies, something. We even have a friend who sent it to a con contact of his at Paramount. Oh, fine. So, oh, so we're sweating that out. Well, yeah. <laughs> and we have another friend who, uh, another friend of ours who has is reading it and he's a producer. I can't talk about what he does. But, you know, we've got several people who are looking at it and I really hope so because we'd love to get the other six oh, out. Yeah. yeah, we would. And we'd like to get yeah, them out fun. soon because yeah. I have, we have them all outlined. <laughs> oh, wow. That's super fun. And yes. This is not your first book, right? No. No, no, it's this is not. my first. Um, We've written we seven nonfiction books, no. uh, digital no. photography, three economic forecasts, uh, time management, yeah, time. It's a we, delegating, you know, we did all we, that. <laughs> On the time management yeah, book, we, we, <laughs> we, we, we just wrote, wrote that way. Uh, uh, I know. Woman, women, 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 we lied a lot. Is it as if we actually do it? Do any of of it because we don't? Yeah, if we had, oh my gosh! Well, <laughs> I mean, one of my favorite so questions that you ask because you know, do you write on a schedule? And I'm like, yeah, well, every so, so, time I set a goal for my writing, something interferes. Yeah, yeah, something really gets don't. in the way. Something says, no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. You're not going to do that. So. That's life, right? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yes. In this day and age, also, I mean, yeah, you know, you, you, we don't go out as often, and you know, it's, it's just, yeah, we, we, it's, it's, it's you know, tough. it really is. I think one of the answers, one of the questions was, um, what was it about? Why do we write? So oh, yeah, why do we, we write? Kill each, so we kill each other. Yeah, that's about. <laughs> I mean, she's always here. So is he. 24-7. Yep, he is. He never leaves. <laughs> what are you going to do? Family and roommates, right? Yeah. 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 And, 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 and he's, he's a nice person. I like him very much. Good guy. Can reach tall things. He's over six feet tall. <laughs> I can't reach the top shelves. He gets them, you know. I get the stuff on on the ground, but you it's know, my only skill. It's his only skill. He's, you know, he, he can reach the tall stuff on the top shelf. Yeah. Yeah. Thanksgiving, it was very useful. <laughs> well, it seems like co-writing is working amazingly for you guys. It is. It is. So thank it you is. for sharing yeah, your book with us. Oh, sure, and absolutely. I'm excited to pick it up. Tell us where we can find you guys. Um, let the, there's Amazon. There's Kobo. Right, there's Kobo. Um, Barnes and Noble has some Barnes, Barnes and Noble. Noble actually have the hard have the books in stock. Yeah, um, in, in, and they will get them in stock if you ask them for right, it. Right. Yeah. Um, then there's um, Walmart. Books, Walmart has it. We were surprised to see it was on the online site. Um, Booktopia in Australia. Target. Target has it on their site. Yeah, they don't have them in their stores, but they have them in their sites. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to get it into airports. 
I've been writing to the airport people uh, and I'm, I'm saying, look, you know, this is a perfectly good read to read on a plane so you don't, you know, hit people next to you. <laughs> you can read the book and, you know, wear your own mask, read the book, you'll be fine. You won't bother anybody and they won't bother you. You're reading, so you know, you know, if, buy the book. If, 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 if the airplane, you know, crashes, you know, you're you, distracted you, you have the book yeah, yeah <laughs> so, the book right so, there, so we you know i'm i'm trying to write so I'm, so i've been writing to different airports i'm going to see if i can get it into our airport here and then move it out to some of the yeah, others right. yeah. but so that's basically you know yeah. and your do. facebook page is called scribes unlimited correct that's one of our Facebook uh -huh, pages right. we also have one we that's called the hidden rim our, saga our, our own and our own personal yeah, pages still, mine's right. under um as you probably have guessed, we write under pen names. Yeah. Uh, if you'll notice, if you see my name written on the bottom, is it's Calamaris. Well, I dropped the K-A-L because A comes first in the alphabet and top shelf on the bookcases. <laughs> Very Smart. good strategy there. I love yeah, it. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. And, you know, Cal is, you know, was my dad's nickname. So, you know, it's like I really didn't want to go under you know, Paula Cal. Excellent author's tip. Yeah. You know, uh, go with the A's yeah. or like in his yeah. D. First half of the alphabet works really well. Yep. Yeah, yeah, so sure. um, nice. his his last name is 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 uh, actually Crayley. Right. <laughs> oh, okay. We have the same initials. So yeah. We didn't want to, so, we, so we didn't want to, we didn't want to go with that. So he is one of his um, other names. Mm -hmm. So nice and what is your website um our website is uh, www.scribesunlimited one word.com great great so we, we can also all promote find other people we we not only publish ours we also promote other people's books we've published other people's books i mean we're a small press as well as as anything we, so we don't really consider ourselves self-published as much as greedy <laughs> i called this myself well, well, well we have have just seen so many uh authors out out there and they all face the 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 same task um they they aren't known so our 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 job is to get them out there. We have this wonderful yeah. author. Uh, yeah. We work with her. His name is Camilla Chance. And she wrote a book called Melissa and Kasha, which is a delightful paranormal romance. Best-selling author in Australia. Nobody knows her here. Yeah. So we, you know, go to our website, look at her book. She's great. <laughs> but, and, and it's a wonderful book, too. Yeah, uh, it, it's a very different kind of fantasy. But it's a it's a it's a wonderful book. So you know, um, you, well, we can send her book. I can send oh, you. Sure, book. Sure, we yeah. can send you. That would be book. great. Yeah, I would love that. Okay, okay. I, I, my last question, because I've been I published Faith Fantasy. Those are my most recent publications, and I've been okay. talking to a lot of other authors that have Faye in their books. So, do your Faye have wings or no? Some of them do. No. Lyglias have wings. Alphars don't. Okay. Different kinds Smart of alphas. Smart alphas are a cross between, uh, as you probably know, are a cross between dwarfs and um, leosalphas. So the leosalphas don't have wings. The smart alphas, it depends on who they married. She knows oh. so much about 
these 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 <laughs> myths, these, these mythological beasts and creatures. It's it, it isn't funny. Seriously. I feel sorry <laughs> for him sometimes because if I'm doing a class on fairy tales or on mythic creatures or various other things and he's saying I can it. hear her. He can so, hear it's me. Like, so he's okay. kind of learning it by so, osmosis. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean I felt really bad for him last um last winter last late spring I was teaching Beowulf which is a it's a difficult poem and you know the dragon shows up and there's all this other stuff and he's sitting like 20 feet away from me and when he gets when I got off the thing, he goes, so if Beowulf did this, <laughs> if Beowulf went to fight the dragon, how come? And we just, we just started laughing because he wasn't even, he was just absorbing it. Well, that's a I have told her so many times, go online and teach. Seriously, she would make a, a fortune. Seriously, I mean. Maybe I will. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, yeah. Well, what are your guidebooks books about? That gives you a leg up when you're writing fantasy because you already know oh, all the right. characters the, and mythology and right. all that stuff. Yes. So you don't. Yeah. What yeah. about your fae? So my fae, uh, they do have wings. They live oh, okay. in Middle Earth, which is a plane below the human realm or Upper mm -hmm. Earth. And their whole job is to protect the humans of Upper Earth from the evil spirits of Lower Earth. That's pretty cool too. They're sort of in good. between um, hell or lower earth and the evil demons and the mm -hmm. humans. They should come visit my people. I, I would yeah. think that would be great. <laughs> Maybe we should. Maybe we should do a story where everybody visits. That sounds are there, um Are there a, in hell? Is, no. No, there are no there's only the evil spirits in hell and the people that. Okay. It's purgatory there. So the people that stay there for purgatory or, or the mm. souls that stay there for purgatory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, um, or the people that get sent to hell, I guess. Yeah. Sure, yeah. That sounds really cool. Yeah. And the fae yeah. can go to the human realm and mm -hmm. they can morph into any being they want to. Ooh, that's and they're nice. Super, they're super fast and they have all these sort of like vampire-like senses and reactions. Um, and they can also hear thoughts in the human realm, but in their own realm, they can't hear each other's thoughts. So. I see. Well, that makes sense. Otherwise, it would be very uncomfortable. Yes, it would be. <laughs> the guy has that certain ability that if he's looking directly at you, he can sense your thoughts and he tries not to look directly at anybody so he doesn't hear anything. Yeah, I talked well, to another really author. Cool. What, are, what are they called? They're just called Faye. No, no, your books. No. Oh, the books. <laughs> so it's the Rome Chronicles series, and it starts with "To Be a Fake Queen." Okay. All right. All right. I'll check those out. Yeah. I always love to check everything out. I, I, I find um, the more I read, the better I write. It's funny because I didn't read. It. I mean, I'd read Tolkien before, um, but I didn't read it, like any fake books before I started writing this, and I'm glad I didn't because then I was like, "Oh, my fake aren't the same. I hope that's going to be okay." But nobody got that's mad at me. So that was good. <laughs> yeah, no, that is a really, I mean, seriously. Um, Faye are, yeah. are a fascinating type of beings. I mean, even in even in the realms that they, they exist in throughout um, Norsely, Nordic, Nordic and um, 
Celtic and Upper Germanic mythology, they're fascinating. I mean, you have like brownies and then you have little misses and then you have, you know, all sorts of people going around. Yeah, I did a little bit of research after I wrote my book and then that was interesting, but none before. Well, no, now that you've made up your, your, your person, your, your people, you can do what you want with them. Right, right. (laughs) That's the fun part. I mean, seriously, the South Wind or Everest, um, whom I've now interpreted into Eurus because nobody's going to know that EU is a diphthong in Greek, which means EV. So I gave up on that. I tried to have everybody call that, but the names didn't rhyme. So, uh, you know, Eurus aligned himself when none of the other winds would align themselves and stuff like that. But in mythology, he shows up like twice. <laughs> they mention his name and then he's he blows the wind for somebody and then, you know, there goes the south wind so i thought you know or i'm sorry the east wind so you know i thought hmm, i can use him very <laughs> cool well, and then he you. decided you know then he decided a couple of other characters who i can't tell you about because they're surprises um should be related in into the book somehow so we've got that going so super super fun well thank you again so much for being here and well, thank you for having us. We will look forward to reading your book. Okay. Can't wait. Yeah, really, really. Thank you. Thanks. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Finding the Magic podcast. I'm your host, author and podcaster, Trisha Copeland, and I love getting behind the scenes. If you like the podcast, make sure to subscribe and stop in each week, discover new authors and books. Thanks for listening. And until next time, keep finding the magic.